0: You are listening to The Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutofPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels, diagnoses, and psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful, so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me. I work with a lot of families who have been affected by addiction, and it used to be that um, the people in treatment were the parents and how they affected the children. Now, most of my clients are the parents who have been affected by their children's drug addiction and alcoholism. So um, I want to talk a little bit about the dynamics of that quandary, of the parents' um, concern that the son or daughter may be relapsing or showing uh, relapsing behaviors, non-healthy, non-recover behaviors, and how that sets up an old, old dynamic. You remember when you were a teenager, say about 14 to 16, and one of your parents said, you know, take out the trash. Okay. I will. And so you're watching something on TV or laying around or today's world be on your phone. And nothing happened. So an hour later, take out the trash. Yeah, I will. Well, that would go on as long as your parents would allow. Some households, that two times or one time was the limit. Other households, they could tell you that for about three days. But then finally you're stirring and you think, okay, on three, I'm going to get up and go take out the trash. And just as you were about to do it, here comes the parent's voice again. I told you to take out the trash. And then your response was, I'm going to. I'm doing it right now. And it was like, how can they always know? (laughs) I laugh laugh at myself because I would say, how do they know? I'm just about to get up. And if you'd given me another minute or two, I would have done it before you yelled at me. The truth is, you wouldn't have. I'm getting ready to do it. I'm fixing to do it. I'm going to do it in a minute. It's like, yeah, it's rumbling around in my head, but my head, my words, and my feet do not match. So if that's still going on in your life between your parents and you're 35 years old, let me tell you a little story. You are old enough to stop acting like a teenager, And the way you do that is have your words and your actions match. So many times parents will require, or other family members, a husband or a wife or whatever, will require that um, the son or daughter will do A, B, C, and D when they get out. You will not stay out late. If they're coming back to live with them, you will not stay out late. You will attend um, a recovery meeting. You will have a sponsor. You know, they'll delineate what they expect. No asking parents for money, blah, blah, blah. And yet, when the kid gets home from treatment, and I'm using that lightly, the 18 to 20 to 30 to 35-year-old person gets home for treatment, then they feel like they have to rest. Now, I know from experience that when people are in treatment, many times when they come home in the first few days, they do nothing but sleep they finally are out of a room with a bunch of other people or having to get up at a certain time. So, okay, I'll give them two days to sleep. Beyond that, if you're not doing what is expected of you, cleaning up after yourself, taking your cereal bowl from the living room into the kitchen, going to bed at a decent hour, getting up and looking for work, going to um, uh, your meetings and calling your sponsor, calling other people, praying doing whatever it is you're supposed to be doing so that you can remain in recovery, then you need to, to make a preemptive strike if you don't want to hear it from your parents. So when you come home, even if you're tired, you be the one that gets up and goes to a meeting early in the morning. You be the one to make sure that you tell your parents, I'm going to a meeting today, and then do it. I've called my sponsor. Or if you never, you were so self indulgent, you never gave your parents a birthday card, Christmas card, Mother's Day, Father's Day, or anything, start doing it first. Preemptive means you do something to keep the other party from doing something, a preemptive strike. Yes, you know enough football and, 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 um, I guess strategies and techniques that you make a move first. And you make a move, positive move. When you do that, then it will prevent them from nagging you. But you can't sit up and lay up at home not doing anything. That's old behavior. And when you engage in old behavior with slippery people, slippery places, old friends, you know, it doesn't mean you've relapsed and, and ha- are using drugs five minutes after you get home. But what it does mean is you're on a slippery slope. And what we know about addiction, I don't care whether you like it or not, and I don't care whether today it's popular or it's not, but what we know about addiction that helps prevent people from going back into a lifestyle that they don't even like, is you need three things. You need your willingness to move your feet. I don't care what you feel like. I don't care what you think. To move your feet and take action. Then you need some sort of transforming power. Now, with some people, that would be a god of their understanding. Other people, it can be uh, a, a group of people that they trust. But it has to be some sort of transforming power that you cannot explain. Then the biggest component is you have to have a group of people that love you enough to tell you the truth. So they can say to you, you know, you're acting kind of squirrely lately. What's going on with you? Because one thing about addiction that we know for sure is that we who have it, and I include myself because I'm in recovery, we who have it can't always see when we're acting a fool. So we need other people that love us to tell us that. Now the problem is we are so self-reliant and oppositional that if it were our wife, our husband, our our lovers, our girlfriends, boyfriends, parents, anybody real close to us that say, hey, you're acting weird, we get all offended. Well, then find a group of people who also have this same illness, because when they say, you're acting squirrely. what's going on with you? Or where have you been? What's going on? What do you mean you're running around with that person? Didn't he used to supply you with drugs? That community can get away with challenging you, whereas the people who are closest to you can't because you'll end up getting all resentful. If you want to not be treated like a 14-year-old, stop acting like one. Do your words and your actions match? Are you thinking about taking out the trash? Or are you actually taking out the trash? Thank you for listening to The Recovered Therapist where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.